0: 98 7 FM Arizona's sports station Burns and Gambo the four o'clock reset brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals
1: four o'clock reset
0: and off we go with the top stories of the day here on the Burns and Gambo show we start and end with the Arizona Cardinals Cliff Kingsbury today with an update on the top draft pick this year for the Cardinals tight end Trey McBride who missed the first preseason game with an injury Cliff is hoping he'll play Sunday against the Ravens. That's what we're hoping. Yeah, he's he's um progressed and practiced well this week, so I'm hoping he'll get get out there and get some reps. Me too. It's like a shiny new toy that you haven't got a chance to play with. Let's go. Let's see Let's see how... To, this kid is apparently a great, great pass catcher, great route runner. I'm, I can't wait to see him play and see if he can be a weapon for this offense, and even a, as a rookie. And apparently there was another scuffle today of Cardinals training. Field. Yeah, a lot of days against each other in a row. Um, so we're ready to start playing other teams, and um, anytime you're doing that good on good for a month straight, you're going to have some of those instances is, but we gotta we gotta clean that up. Still, huh? <laughs> well, I just... Every time I hear him say we got to clean that up, are, are you saying that or are you yeah. really committed to that? You know, it's one of those... Some coaches talk the talk and some of them man, walk the I like, walk uh, when it comes to the training camp fights, I like, fight um, violence. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with a few fights here and there. I told you, my friends, we used to beat the hell out of each other. No, like, I mean, that's Well, that's why we played that drop, that yeah. you like violence. Yeah. Man, my buddy Bobby was a wrestler. Bobby Mack, man, he lateral dropped me once. I thought I was dead. <laughs> I swear, he did a... I, he got like you know, he got under me, and, and next thing I know, I was in the. It was a, called a lateral drop for anybody as a wrestler. I was in the air, I was spinning. And next thing I know, I was on my back, and I'm like, "Oh God, that hurt." Oh, am, I, am I alive? Oh, like am I, I dead? dead? You win, you win. A few Diamondbacks notes: Corbin Carroll has risen to the number one prospect in ESPN's rankings. He also is that uh, has that spot in the Athletics rankings. Uh, that's the Twitter account at Farm D-back that kind of keeps up to date on all the farm system for the Diamondbacks. Corbin Carroll's number two on MLB Pipeline's overall prospect rankings. Three on fan graphs. One on the Athletic. One on ESPN. Fifth in Baseball America. I still expect that he will be called up in September. But what they're trying to do right now is just get him acclimated to play in some left field and some right field. He he, he ain't playing no center field with Allen Thomas here. Maybe on a date that Allen Thomas gets a day off. But He'll come up, and he will not out. You know He'll have to play left or right. McCarthy's playing so well. Varsho's playing well. They're going to have four really talented young outfielders real soon. The Pirates' Rodolfo Castro suspended one game for having his cell phone in and then out of his pocket while sliding against the Diamondbacks on August 9th. He got suspended wow. the game for that. Wow. <laughs> not supposed to have your cell phone out there, apparently. I know. Whoops, he got caught. Diamondbacks in action tonight against the San Francisco Giants. Merrill Kelly is on the mound. For what it's worth, I saw a story today on ESPN.com, ranking all of the MVP and Cy Young Award candidates. Ninth, I, I think it was. Night. They had Merrill Kelly ninth in the National League. Ah, he's been dynamite. He's been so good. I wish he was a little bit younger, but I, I'm glad they didn't trade him. you got to win baseball games. He gives you a good chance to win every time he takes the ball. NFL Roundup, Jets quarterback Zach Wilson's arthroscopic knee surgery was deemed a success with no surprises from the original diagnosis. If he's not available to play in week one, it looks like it's going to be Joe. Flacco for the New York Jets is the second year quarterback he, at a BYU won't be available. He's still around Joe Flacco is still Joe around. Joe Flacco? Yeah. Did he win a Super Bowl like in the 80s with the Ravens? No, it wasn't the 80s. It was the 2000s. It was it the 90s? On. Was it the 2000 Ravens? It was, the, it was in the 2000s. How old yeah. is Joe Flacco? Joe has been around a long time. He's, been around a long, he's 0-5, by the way, as a Jets starter in his two stints there. Yeah, he he fits might right start in. in week one. He sure he does. Is, he he sh- fits right in. He sure does. The Bucks cut a defensive back, Ross Cockrell. Some are wondering whether He'll last very long now that he has been cut. Played 247 snaps last year on special teams. He started four games at defensive back for the Bucks last year. Of course, the Cardinals have a need in their defensive backfield. This is a player who's available. I can see you over there working on I'm the phone right to now. Find yeah, out. I know you're trying to find out. Sun's schedule as we know it. We've got three games. We'll have the full schedule tomorrow at noon. They are going to open the season hosting the Mavs on Christmas Day. I think it's Christmas night. They're going to be at Denver taking on the Nuggets. And then on MLK Day in the middle of January, they'll be at Memphis. Those three games will be nationally televised. Do you like the Christmas Day games? Um, not particularly, no. Only because... I don't think I do either. Only because I don't... I don't watch a lot of sports on Christmas Day, doing a lot of family stuff, doing a lot of Christmas stuff. I I just, you know, I get people who do, and I get people who don't have a ton, you know, of family commitments. and They want to watch sports, and that's part of what they do. I totally get that. But for us, we're so busy on Christmas Day. I just, we don't watch a lot of sports on Christmas. Yeah, I just, I didn't, you know, when you have young kids, they get you up at 6 a.m., and so you're up early. You're up earlier than you normally are, and then it's just yeah. I, I don't love it either. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I'll I watch it, but I don't love it. I'll, I'll watch it, but it's. I, I just find we've got more stuff to. I do. I like Thanksgiving football. Oh, well, I would never trade that in. That's but different. I don't like that's, Christmas that's Day. That's more part of the fabric yeah. of it for me. Okay. I don't know why. Okay. Head coach Herm Edwards of ASU on when he's going to name a starting quarterback. We will probably do that um, this week. I'll let you know. The longer I can delay it, the better. Make our opponent try to figure that. I don't think it matters against NAU. The lumber jokes. Well, whatever. I re- I really don't think it. I don't really think Northern Arizona University is going to get any kind of advantage by holding out on who your starter is going to be. I actually remember one year when I was at when the L- when the lumber jokes would give it them at Sun Devil Stadium oh, okay, a run I remember for that. their money, I remember like it well. third quarter, mm-hmm. like. It was probably like fifteen to twenty years ago. It was a while ago. It was a while ago. I think it was about fifteen years ago. I'll have to go back and look. But yeah. I, I, I and do remember that. Night and they really were well. giving him a hard time, uh, and then Tiger Woods. And by the way, uh, Emory Jones, the transfer from Florida, expected to be the starter for ASU. Tiger Woods is scheduled to meet with several of the top golfers in the world today in an effort to rally support around the PGA Tour and its ongoing battle with the Live Golf Series. What's he gonna do? Please don't take their money. Like, what are you like, what are you gonna do? The integrity of the PGA tour depends on you. Remember why you all signed up for this in the first place? So ben speech? And somebody offers the next guy a hundred million dollars. What's that guy gonna do? Say no? Like right. he's not gonna say Cameron Thomas, not gonna say no, not to hundred million dollars. He's gonna go. I don't think any of us would say no Guys, to hundred million dollars. Don't take the money. Don't better off your family. Yeah. Don't take the money. Like I mean like I don't, I don't know. know. I'm all right. sure what We'll see what it amounts to. But our top show of the day today on the Burns and Gambo show, and we said it circles back to the Arizona Cardinals. Kyla Murray confirmed today that he is not going to play in the preseason, that he will, and this is no surprise to anybody, he only got like four pass attempts in last year's preseason. Today, he met with the media and said, yeah, no preseason for me this year. We don't have a similar verification on all the other starters. I would expect that the guys you saw play last week are going to be the guys you see play this this week and are probably going to be the guys you see Play. in week three. Yeah, I just yeah. I, I think this is what it's going to be. And for me, I, I there's a great column from from Dan Bickley at ArizonaSports.com about how impressed he was with how Cliff handled preseason game number one substitutions the flow of the offense the way the operation was run and I agree with what Bick wrote but I was also impressed just how Cliff has fully completely engaged on the we're not playing our starters I mean we're just not gonna do it and to still have 36 points after three quarters I think is a pretty nice job by Cliff in the relatively meaningless preseason yeah and, and relatively meaningless is a good way to put it not completely meaningless but like relatively meaningless like it does Mean something for some guys. Look, I think when you get to when you get to the preseason games, there's nothing wrong with having success and having your offense move, even though it's a you know a shadow of what you're uh, what you're going to run. I think that it's good to build confidence with the guys and feel like you can move the ball and and those things. I think that's a positive. I don't think that's a negative. I don't think you take anything negative. Now, once you play Kansas City, like all of these games don't mean anything. Once you play Kansas City, you get punched in the mouth a couple of times. You're not going to go like, hey guys, remember that preseason game. We played week one? Uh, no. Against Cincinnati? That's the rallying cry. Remember how we ran that offense against the Bengals? Like, none of that matters. It's just a little confidence here and there, and feeling like some of the plays that you're running have had success. Like, you know, like like for an Andy Isabella, or, or a Dortch, those type of guys. Yes, I I do think that it's good for them. When we come back on this Tuesday edition of the Burns and Gambo Show, opening night for the Phoenix Suns, it your attention now. How will we feel when that game actually comes around? We'll talk Suns basketball coming up on the Burns and Gambo Show. 98.7
1: FM, Arizona Sports Station. Burns and Gambo. Pass comes into Powell. Powell out on top now. Hands it to Doncic, Doncic heads answers to his left. DeAndre Eight down to pick him up defensively. Doncic puts up a three and knocks it down. Well, they haven't changed
0: anything, so how yeah. are you going to have different results? It was sixty five twenty seven at that point? It was. It was humiliating. Sixty five twenty seven. It was humiliating. It was humiliating. I was humiliated. Everybody in that building cost me two hundred bucks. What two hundred bucks? Remember that guy? That guy on like uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, the Nick Nick something Nick, right? Right? Yeah. I just don't like hearing his name, so I was like, "Don't say it. Don't sorry, say oh, it." Oh, sorry. It's it's you know. I we can say his name. We I just bet that right. guy two hundred bucks. On Have you the heard from him since? No. Have, you, have you made my donation? He's not to allowed to tweet him anymore. Remember, Kansas City Boys and Girls Club or something. Uh, okay. I donated two hundred bucks. Okay, I, boy, that, that seems like forever mm. ago. I thought they, I thought I had that one in the bag. <laughs> yeah, I thought I they that did losing. Too. I thought they did too. I, I remember being at that game that day, thinking, okay, this is. I, I can't believe it's come to this, but they'll be fine. They'll win this game, and because who loses a game seven at home to the Dallas Mavericks? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, I got the answer. I, I'll call on you, uh, John with The front row. yeah. Mind they sons. Did. Yes, they no, did. Many did. They did. So, uh, oh, but it's okay because here comes the revenge. No. Uh, not really. Not re- I mean, look, it's, okay, you're a big working out guy, right? I, I, I mean, and I, I, I'm not as big as I used to be, but I, when you've got the toughest part of your workout, like the toughest part of your circuit, whatever it is that you're doing that day. burpees. Do you want to do it first or do you want to do it last? First. Okay, me too. I want to get it done. First. I, I, I want to be done with it. Whatever the When I used to go to Orange Theory, whatever the hardest thing I've got to do, let's just do that first. I want to get it done. I want to get it over to with. Toe to bar. I want to be. That toe to bar thing I do where I hang on the bar and then I've got to lift my toes to the bar. A toe to bar. Toe yes. to bar. Okay, so I'm like, I'm, I hang on a bar like a pull-up bar and my toes have to touch the bar. Right. That's you, freaking hard. You'd rather get that done, done first thing. I want okay. Just get it over with. That to me, with the announcement yesterday, not the announcement but put the leak yesterday that the Suns are going to open the season against the team that humiliated them in Game Six and Game Seven. No, it's not revenge. No, you're not going to get anything back that you lost that May fifteenth like day. Where you going? You here. like where I'm going here? I really do. Get the hard stuff out of the get way. Out of the early. way. Just get it done. out of the way. Be right. done with ain't it. You don't have to worry. Let's get yep. Now get on with the season. Now get on with it. Everybody's looking for the the, the matchup. Oh, you, they killed you. They clobbered. They beat you. Let's get it over now. You don't have to yep. talk about it. And anymore. now that Dallas is going to be the best team, you play all year. Here. They're not, but but they kicked your ass. They kicked your ass. They kicked your last get, memory. They kicked your ass. Get that over with. And what? they stole your center. <laughs> so, no, they kicked your ass. They took your girlfriend. Those jerks stole your back yeah. up center while they're they at it. They beat you so, up and then they took your girlfriend. No one's going to go into that game thinking there's going to be oh hey that makes up for what happened in May. The Suns beat the Mavs on opening night. No, of course but not. We all will, know that, but but everyone will make a bigger deal out of it than it really is, right? Oh, it's the Mavs and the Suns and the last time you watch that broadcast, they, how many times they're going to show highlights of because that's what they do. They've got to pump it up. They've got to build it up and create that excitement. And make to make you feel like there's this that, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it, it, like I said to you earlier, there's not a lot of things that the Phoenix Suns are looking at. What do we want to accomplish in the regular season? Nobody on the team say, we've got to beat the Mavs. Nobody, no. nobody. That's not a regular season goal of the Phoenix Suns. No, this team does have kind of this weird perverted sense of kind of vengeance, right? I mean, just look at Devin Booker and the Amir Coffee game from a year ago. Oh, you're gonna put Amir Coffees picture up instead of mine, okay, we're going to go out and kick your butt that night. You know, it, it, Yeah, they, but Amir Coffey didn't kick his butt. Like, I know, like I know, his, but, but I'm just, I'm using Ma- you that... You can beat the Mavericks by 40. Dude, we still we still punked you in the playoffs. I'm using that as kind of a broader point, that this team does take little stuff like that during the regular season and they use it as motivation. They use it to inspire them. But does it matter? No. Will anything be won or lost other than a game one out of 82 that night against the map? No. Nothing will be. But I do think... The value in opening the season with the team that embarrassed you in Game Seven and in Game Six too. Let's not forget that is that you get that one out of the way early. You get it over. Okay, it's 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 done. We played them. We revisited all those memories. We heard all the stories. We were reminded about it all week long. We played them. It was just another game. Now it's on to New Orleans, or now it's like. And and that to me is well, the tomorrow. value. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. It was on to Cincinnati. Oh, darn it, I yeah. screwed that up. so bad. Except they don't have an NBA team in Cincinnati. On to Cincinnati. So <laughs> I was trying to think of a... Uh, you know, and you'll do the same thing when you play the Pelicans, right? It'll bring back all the memories of last year's playoff series and how challenging it was and and all of that stuff. You get it over with and go on to the next. That's the value in it. You, you see where I'm headed with that? You I, know, it's, I, I get it. It's like the I, toughest I get par- it. It's the toughest part of your workout. Be done with the, it. We the, the largest lead in that game was 46 points. Down. The Suns were down by... 46 points. Uh, I know. It got (laughs) us thinking... With the schedule released tomorrow, okay. all right? And I look forward to it, not like I do in the NFL because it's different. I do look forward to it because I want to see how many times they're well, on we, ESPN, how many yeah. times they're on TNT, all that stuff. We can take stuff. 17 games to go win-loss, win-loss. We can't go 82 games, win-loss, win-loss. No, we're not doing that. That would be like three segments of radio. No, yeah. we're not doing that. Mavs, what do you got at the first game? Win! <laughs> Pelicans, game two on the road. Loss. Well, but they're coming off a of back-to-back. Okay, Like, yeah, we can't do that. No. Um, the three games we know Opening night against Dallas at home. Christmas Day, Christmas night, I think, on the road against Denver. I can't remember where I read that, but I think I did somewhere. And then MLK Day, middle of January, on the road against Memphis in a nationally televised TNT game. Those three, we know. The rest we'll find out tomorrow. Of course, yeah, to your point, we're not going to break it down, but game by game or anything. There's really, I think we stumbled upon this when we were talking about it earlier in the show. As far as things to achieve in the regular season... The Dallas game kind of highlights not how meaningless the regular season games are, because they're not meaningless, but understand, I think this year we're really going to keep the regular season in its proper perspective. The things that matter the most for the Suns will happen in the postseason, not in the regular season, and as long as... But there's got to be some regular season goals. Well, of course, but they're mostly... do they, you got to motivate yourself to get through 82 games. They're mostly individual, I would think. I mean, okay, you do want to finish with the best record, if you can. If home you can't court advantage, I mean, I, it didn't work for them. But you still want that. You want it. You don't need it. But you're not going to push for it you, like you, you did last year. You shouldn't. Year, right? You shouldn't. You know, I, I don't I don't think you should. Now, as you've pointed out many times, if resting Chris Paul is the goal this year, that's great. He had that's five goal. weeks of rest going into the postseason when he was out with that hand injury. So, I mean, maybe part of the regular season is, look, I've got to make sure that a backup point guard is going to be able to run this thing with efficiency if Chris is going to be out. So yep. maybe you even sacrifice a couple of games to make sure that in crunch time, hey, Chris, last five minutes of the game, I'm not going to have you in on this game. I'm going to have campaign in it because I need to. I need him to be able to run this in case something happens to you. Like, sometimes you sacrifice, right? You lose the, the battle to win the war. Mm-hmm. Like, there may be some things that Monty wants to accomplish. Like, okay, DeAndre Ayton, I need to really find out if this $30 million investment, if we can make it worth it. Well, that that's the biggest one to me is the Andre it is early on and backup no, point guard it is it is it early on with Aiton even if it means sacrificing some games or sacrificing moments in some games, you've got to extract everything you can extract out of DeAndre Ayton. And even if that means running an offense that you're not used to running early in the season, just so you can maximize his value, if that means you lose a game, then you lose a game. You've got to—you're giving him $30 million a year. How did you not punish the Mavericks? They didn't have a center. Like, how did you not punish them? So if you've got to run certain things that kind of emphasize— him, yes. Then do it, even if it's going to result the, in some turnovers and some sloppy play, and you lose. But you've got to find out. And I, I the same thing with the backup point guard. Yes. Like you know, it, you know what you're going to get out of Chris Paul and Devin Booker. You do now find out what in crunch time in case Paul's out or he's hurt or something happens or he's he's tired or old. Like what can you get out of campaign there? What could you get out of DeAndre Ayton there? Because the team goals, okay, finish with the best record, great. Finish with home court advantage in the first. First round of the playoffs, fine. Make sure you stay out of the play-in tournament. Finish with one of the top six records in the West. You do That's that, isn't that a given? Isn't that a given? I don't. Isn't that a given? I think it's close to a given. I'm not going to say it's a given. The West is tough. The West is really, really tough. If the Phoenix Suns are the seventh seed in the West, something I, went wrong. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm, you can't. The team can't go into it assuming. Oh yeah, we'll be a top sixteen. Fine. You, you, you can't go into it like that. You've got to put in the work to make sure you're not. Okay, I agree with that. Right. I mean, I'll agree with that. Yeah. I mean, Kawhi's coming back and Murray's coming back. And I think as fans, Minnesota's we can got this it's, crazy roster. Yeah, as fans, we can assume it's a given. I think as a player, you can't assume that's a given. You've got to go out and make sure you stay out of that. But the best record in the West does it matter that much? Stay out of the playing tournament. That to me is the biggest regular season goal as a team. All the big stuff is individual. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, who on this Cardinals roster is a likely candidate to break out this season? A lot of names to put forth. We'll tell you about some of them next on the Burns and Gambo show. Camp takeoff 2022 is a go. Coverage presented by 72 Sold and Kona Brewing. Burns and Gambo on 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. It is is the Ruby Tuesday here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Our afternoon contributor, Eric Ruby, with our Twitter poll question of the day and another one I think he threw in there for good measure as well. Let's get an update on those from Ruby, Ruby, Ruby and Gambo Need to Know Twitter poll update presented by Sanderson Ford. You have the floor, sir. What do you got? I wanted to surprise you guys with the new one,
2: but let's get the old one out of the way first. Just a quick update on how you're feeling about the Suns regular season. We know three of the games that they will play out of 82 so far. Which one are you looking forward to the most? Your three options? When they visit Denver on Christmas Day, when they take on the Mavs at home game one of the season, and when they visit the up-and-coming Grizzlies team on MS.
0: Okay, day. Honestly, I was rethinking the question when you were reading it. Which Which of those three games are you looking forward to the least? I would I would choose the Christmas Day game as the one I look forward to the least. Christmas is busy enough as it is. I, I just it, it doesn't. I, I don't know. It just doesn't. You got me thinking about those Christmas Day games and how man at Christmas there's just a lot going on. It's like it's just a, so I look forward to that one the least. I think because it's going to be a really busy day and now there's two games. Well, with on Cardinals that day, but and yeah. Suns. Yeah. Right. But the most, the Mavs game, for sure. I'd say the Mavs game. Yeah, 72.5%
2: yeah. rolling with you guys, going with game one of the season. This new one I just rolled out played off of your guys' conversation from earlier in the show. If you ran a football team, that's right, you guys get to do it. Which unit are you investing the most money in?
0: Special teams. <laughs> offense <laughs> or defense? Um Defense. Probably defense. Offense. I'm investing the most in the offense. Quarterback. Just pour money into the quarterback. What's the, what does the audience say?
2: 62.6% rolling with Burnsy on offense.
0: 37.4% say defense. Very early returns, though. Yeah, that one, we'll talk about that coming up at 5 o'clock because uh, Gambo put forth some numbers that are really interesting, kind of tells you what the Cardinals have prioritized in terms of their salary cap and how they've spent <laughs> their dollars. Uh, speaking about the Cardinals and how they've spent their dollars, an update to a suggestion, not a suggestion necessarily, but a question we kind of had earlier in the show. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers made five cuts to get to 85. The big name they released was defensive back Ross Cockrell. He started four games. uh, He had 43 tackles last year. Uh, There were some in the Tampa area who were surprised that he was released. Uh, Greg Allman, their longtime writer, uh, tweeted out, I think Cockrell is in another NFL camp quickly. Of course, Cardinal fans, knowing how thin the Cardinals are in their defense of backfield, putting two and two together and wondering. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see I don't see the, the former Duke uh, player coming in. I think that he's kind of viewed as, as just a nickel guy. Uh, not really quick, not a lot of speed, but just a guy that could play nickel. Uh, listen, they're gonna trade for a player. I'm telling you right now, you watch, they will trade for a player. They're gonna get a cornerback. It's probably gonna come after the second preseason game. So I think by next week you'll have a new cornerback in camp, and I think it'll be via the trade. Wow. Okay. That's what I think. I do, But I do not think that they will kick the tires on, on Ross Cockrell. I'd be surprised at that if they did. All right. A lot of conversation about the Cardinals online today as we get closer and closer to the start of the regular season. Bounce back candidates, breakthrough candidates. Um, let's start with bounce back candidates. Uh, at ESPN.com, they, they picked a player from every single team. NFL bounce-back candidates, what went wrong for 32 struggling players and how are they going to bounce back this year? I wasn't sure who they were going to pick for the Arizona Cardinals. There were a lot of different names in mind when I saw the headline. I clicked on it. They chose Will Hernandez, the right guard, as the bounce-back candidate for the cards, just because he had a pretty poor year last year. Yeah. And they're thinking being reunited with his college coach will help immensely. Yeah, it says Hernandez was not alone in his struggle. Along the Giants' offensive line, it doesn't take an NFL coach, coach football knowledge to understand New York didn't develop offensive linemen well the past few years. It also didn't help that after three years of left guard, he was switched to the right side. So they feel like he could be one of those guys. Listen, I, I thought it was a pretty good sign and smart signing. They've had some success. Remember, Justin Pugh was a Giants guy, was a giant guy, and they grabbed they grabbed him as a free agent. Worked out really well for them. Justin's been a really good player for them over the years, and I think. Will Hernandez, you know, strong physical offensive lineman. That first preseason game, I think he graded out pretty well. In that first preseason and, game, football focus yeah. graded very highly. Yeah, looked yeah, like and, he was mauling guys. And the offensive, the whole offensive line did a really good job. But that makes sense for a guy that you know, this was this was a, a highly respected offensive lineman that had a down year. So that he makes a lot of sense for a bounce back kind so of. Think candidate. who else would I choose on this roster for a bounce back kind of season? AJ Green, I wouldn't. He's the he put up numbers. He did. He's the name that comes to mind. If you think he took a step back last year, and you're right, he put up numbers. I think in this offense, A.J. Green's going to put up dramatically less numbers next year. I think A.J. What? Got to stay healthy. Stays healthy, yes. Okay. It's a bounce back season. Let me think who else. Um, those are both good names. I just think A.J. is not going to get nearly the same number. D.J. Humphreys. Looks. He's a good one. He's a good Gave one. Gave up, what, seven, eight sacks and yeah. 30-something pressures Lots last year? Lots of pressures, year? yeah. I think it was 40-something pressures signed a big year. contract, made him, what, the third highest paid offensive lineman at tackle, left tackle? Yeah. Yeah, I think that DJ Humphreys could be have a, have a bounce-back year after what was... Look, you got to consider it. That was a down year for DJ Humphreys. I'm trying to think, who else? Who else would I say bounce-back? Because everybody else... You know, you're trying to pick guys who have had like good performances in the past who didn't last year. And you can't really say that about Byron Murphy. you can't definitely can't say that about Marco Wilson. Certainly none of the safeties. you can say that about the linebackers. the interior guys are young, the exterior guys. I, I, I think those are the ones, right? JJ AJ. DJ, J.J., A.J., D.J., and, and then Will. A.J., will. DJ, J.J., and Will. It's a band. AJ, A.J., D.J., and Will. And of those, I think D.J. is Me the Me and best you and a pick. dog named Boo. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, yeah, D.J. Um, Humphreys. Yeah, I think D.J. Humphreys would be a very, very good one. Now, along those same lines, there was a story from Bill Barnwell today in which he was asked to pick out breakout candidates for 2022. Now, he did not pick one per team. He just, 25 guys that he thinks are going to break out this year. We've seen Rondell Moore's name a lot on lists like this, mm-hmm. right? We've seen yeah. Isaiah Simmons name a lot on breakout lists. I like this because this was new. Dennis Gardeck, he thought would have a breakout year or at least as a candidate to have a breakout year. He wrote Barnwell did. I wrote about Gardeck's spectacular 2020 season as a small sample pass rusher. He wasn't anywhere near as effective while battling injuries in 2021, but if you can rack up 7 sacks on 69 pass rush attempts, you are worth a second look. Gardeck's role should expand with the departure of Chandler Jones. Yeah. I mean, yes, yes. it's Yeah, I agree. Seven sacks on 69 pass rush attempts? Yeah, that's worth a second look. I mean, he plays with this reckless abandon. He's, uh, you know, I don't think defensive coordinator is a planning for him, and he comes out of nowhere and he gets that pass rush going. Look, we talked about the, the outside linebackers and just the importance of some of these guys, whether it's Sanders or Thomas or Gardek or Victor DeMuchaygi. Like, They're going to need some guys to step up and play well. Gardek's got... A lot of talent, and we've seen it in short bursts that he's got the ability to get to the pass rusher. It may be, you know, more, you know, we talk about quality and quantity, right? It may be more quantity of players that are helping the Cardinals pass trust than the quality of guy that's doing it. When we come back, so many times we hear the stories of patients at Phoenix Children's Hospital. Very rarely do we hear stories of the people who donate to the hospital. You're going to want to hear Dr. Scott Myers story next on the burns and gambo show
2: the give for phoenix children's is presented by your valley hyundai dealers in the auction indian community 987 fm
3: arizona sports station in the arizona sports app give on the burns and gambo show
0: Right now, there are 304 total kids inpatient right now at Phoenix Children's Hospital. 101 of them are in the ER. 21 babies right now are in the newborn intensive care unit, which is such a high number when you think about that. Um... Just a whole bunch of kids right now. Yeah, and many fighting bunch. for their lives. So yeah. Many kids in there fighting for their lives, looking for the best care possible. There are 70-plus Phoenix Children's programs and services funded entirely or partially by philanthropy. And the donations that come in support so many great programs. Music therapy, art therapy, uh, animal-assisted therapy. Those kids love seeing those, you know, the dogs. We got even sent a picture a of that. Yeah. yeah, we just got it's, a, it's, it's just great to see. And can't do it without the help help of this community and you're a part of this community. If you're listening now and you live here, you're a part of this community it always feels good to get back. Chances are really, really good. If you haven't used Phoenix Children's Hospital, you know somebody who has and if you don't know somebody who has, you will know somebody who will need to use Phoenix Children's Hospital. It's simply one of the best in the country and it's tremendous and we're so fortunate to have it right here in our backyard, right? To have it at our access whenever we need it but it costs money and it takes money to run it, and it's important because a lot of the services they offer there don't exist without donations like this. They've got 70-plus services that are run almost entirely on donations like this, and so without a give-a-thon like this and your donations, they, just, they, they can't run. They can't exist, and so we really want you to get involved. We're hoping you'll get involved, 602-933-4567. That's the Desert Financial Phone Bank to call and make a donation right. Now 602 933 4567. Timothy in Tempe, Sandy in Phoenix, uh, Lisa in Phoenix, Jeremy in Scottsdale, Philip in Queen Creek. I could go on and on with the donations that we've received so far. And it's not just from our listeners, it's from our partners as well. And you're about to hear a check presentation from our friends at Oreganos.
1: All right, I am here now with Anthony Sutton and Nick Spordone with Oregano's a tremendous. Local spot here in Arizona. First year being involved with the Phoenix Children's Giveathon. So, Nick, as the marketing director, I will start with you. What inspired you all to get involved?
0: Um, you know, really, it was a collaboration between a couple team members in the Oreganos um, corporate office who had relationships with folks at PCH, and you know, we really just had an introduction and over a cup of coffee, and you know, we just got the ball rolling, and, and one thing led to another, and here we are today.
1: Now. Anthony as the corporate brand chef. I know you've been involved in creating uh, the the specific way to fundraise for Oregano's for the Giveathon. Can yes, you tell me yeah. a little bit more about that? Yeah,
2: so what we decided to do is bring out some limited time offers and what we did is those limited time offers last for about four to five weeks and we give a dollar of each limited time offer purchase towards this fundraiser um, and that's how we're giving back to the community PCH. Um, One dollar from each uh, entree or dish ordered from the limited time offer goes to PCH.
1: Well, with that being how you have fundraised, or part of how you have fundraised for the Phoenix Children's Giveathon, I know you have a big check to present. So, uh, Nick, would you mind taking it away?
3: We're ec- ecstatic to um, give a donation of twenty-five thousand dollars to the cause uh, and further the Phoenix, Phoenix Children's uh, mission.
1: That is awesome, $25,000, and deliciously. Yes, so, yes absolutely,
3: definitely. definitely.
1: Really appreciate that, Nick and Anthony. Thank you so much for your generosity and for being involved with GiveAthon. Absolutely, thank you.
0: Gotta love it. How about that? Twenty five thousand from, oregano. from Thank Oreganos. Thank you guys. We appreciate that. Yeah, I love their uh, they've got that uh, that that salad, the oregano's favorite. Oh, that is it's such a great salad. <laughs> oregano's favorite. The calamata really olives and yeah. the pine nuts and the raisins. Oh, I could go for one of those right now. It's really, really good. Time for another story of hope. It's presented by Madame Holmes, and I'm looking forward to presenting this one to you. It's Dr. Scott Meyer's story. He was fresh at a veterinary school. He was listening to the Give-A-Thon on the radio while driving through phoenix he didn't have any kids or friends or family at pch but he was so struck by the stories that he felt a calling to help this is dr scott meyer's story
3: my name is dr scott meyer and this is my story for me it felt right to call him and donate something that i could to be part of this call In 2004, uh, graduating from veterinary school at Colorado State University, driving through my hometown of the Phoenix area, coming into radio range, the give was on. A story came on about a child going through cancer or some ailment at Phoenix Children's Hospital, and instead of turning the channel, I'd kept it on to listen to that story. And one story followed by the other story, and it seemed like there was a way I could help. I needed to do something to give back, and this is what I gave back to. So I called in and then pledged half my bake down. living in California for the next 10 years. I was always looking on the website to see when the next Giveathon would be so that I could call. And so for 10 years, the goal was to try to increase my gift every year as best I could. Ten years went by and decided to move home, came back to Phoenix area and, and continue to give uh, what I can every year. And I'll continue to do that. I'll just continue to do it for as long as I can. I, mean, I felt like I, I did something to help. Not knowing anybody, not knowing who the people were personally, it just felt like that was the right thing to do. <laughs> I don't know i just thought when i'm able to give back i should for my community for the state i love for phoenix for parents and children that need the help just made it a goal to do it every year <laughs> here's so many bad things every day but there's still a lot of good in people to do good things Please call now to help the kids forgive a thought. Give a little bit. I give a little bit of my life for you. Even if it's just one time, just for today to help the family the to so a family in need. Hitch in and help. Thank you. According to the information
0: I have in front of me when he made his first donation, Gambo, he had two hundred and forty dollars to his name and he owed more than one hundred thousand dollars in student debt. He pledged half of his bank account one hundred and twenty dollars. How about the I, very first time I love that story for a lot of reasons because I always wonder. When when people hear these stories, if they could just stay through it a little bit, and wow, it just it it gets to your heart, and then you feel like okay, I I want to be a part of the community. I want to donate. I want to help these children out. But I do. I wonder about that all the time. Guys like you know like like Dr. Scott. Like, are you gonna? Do something. You're going to make a phone call or change a channel or do something else or you're going to sit through that and listen. And sometimes these stories, these vignettes we play in the stories, they do catch you. They catch you. Yeah. They, they, they pull up the purse strings a little bit and they're supposed to. And you hear these stories about these amazing children in the hospital and what they're going through and how important the hospital is and how much the hospital needs the donations from, from you. In honor of Dr. Scott Meyer, let's do a match right now. And the match is actually coming to us from the folks who have the teddy bear Express. Train. Train is sponsoring a dollar for dollar match right now and the best, simplest, easiest way for you to get involved is to become a champion of hope. $20 per month and we'll deliver a teddy bear in your name on the Train Teddy Bear Express today to one of those kids that I just mentioned that are in the hospital right now. The way you donate is by calling the Desert Financial Phone Bank at 602-933-4567 That's 602-933-4567. Dollar for dollar, your donation matched by train. Best time to donate right now. Your $20 becomes $40. You make a $50 donation, it's $100. You make a $100 donation, it's $200. $250 is $500. Your donations are matched right now when you call 602-933-4567 for a limited time. Plus, you become a champion of Hope Right now, you'll also receive your choice of a free kid's pass to the Wildlife World Zoo or a free polish and shine wash from Cobblestone Auto Spa. You'll get something oh, back. Right now, so you'll get a little something back as well if you are able to make that donation. A Champion of Hope, $20 per month, and we'll deliver a teddy bear. 602-933-4567 is the number. And the match right now that goes until the top of the hour is brought to you by Train is being presented presented by train they're also the teddy bear Express and right now we've got enough calls we're making a call down to the hospital and we're firing up the train teddy bear Express they're on their way upstairs we wish we were there right now so we could deliver these bears in person we can't be but that doesn't mean the Bears aren't going up they are right now the train teddy bear Express is on its way yeah. upstairs you donate now and there's a really good chance that sometime later today a teddy bear is going to be given to a kid in that hospital with your name on on it. Last time for the number 602-933-4567. Now when we come back here on Burns and Gambo, we turn our attention back to sports and back to the Arizona Cardinals. And if you're an NFL GM, how are you dividing how you spend your salary cap and what does it say about your organization? That's next on the Burns and Gambo Show.